Hi, how are we getting on? Good. How have you been keeping since we last spoke? Uh, good, I think. Uh, we're back on the field, so that's all, I suppose. Uh, we wanted just to get back playing uh, while we love playing, and you know that's where we are now, and delighted to be back. Yeah, everyone seems to have gotten used to training and life in COVID by now. Surely that's the case with Cork. Uh, yeah, um, I suppose since we came back, um, it's just been like it was before, just uh, with the masks and you not know, a few precautions with it. But other than that, um, the training and uh, set up for match days is, is, is all the same. So it's good to have that uh, routine back. Speaking about the training, do you think that COVID has maybe taught you somewhat about how much you've trained over the years and is it necessary for all the training sessions? Yeah, I would make you wonder. Um, we had uh, a three-week uh, build-up to the first league game this year and I think uh, when the first couple of games maybe were rusty, hurling-wise, like, um, I think you know every team is probably near to their peak uh, as we speak, so it didn't take time too long to, to get fellas up and running so you'd wonder what's the point in training for six or seven months before a championship game every other year and maybe it might just open people's eyes to, to that and maybe leave fellas uh, live enjoy uh, Christmas yeah enjoy Chris, Christmas day at least yeah. and do you think that it's something you might talk about for next year or has anyone even spoken about it in the camp nah uh, there's, there's no one speaking about that and when the time comes as well like when if, if, if the phone rings uh, to go back, um, you know, everyone will go back because they just love, they love playing, they love training, they love meeting up with the, with the lads. So that's, no one will ever question uh, training that way because it's, it's so enjoyable as well, like, you know, it's, it's, part of, it's part of what we do, like, so. Yeah, the last time we spoke, you said you felt fitter than ever and is that still the case now after a few games? Uh, yeah, I suppose, look, it's, uh, we kept I suppose a general level of fitness during, during lockdown which helped like um, I think if we came back cold it would have been a bit of an eye opener but um, every fellow you know with the, the 5k runs and all that kind of stuff kept fit enough and even though yeah I think um, I think a lot of fellas are, are moving well I think everybody there's no real there's no one really uh, complaining about uh, being out of shape or anything like that so Good. How 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 did, looking back now? How did you find the league campaign for Cork? Uh, yeah, I suppose there was parts of it that were uh, positive. Obviously, others that weren't so positive. With eight minutes to go the other day against Galway, we uh, we topped the league in our side of the group, and by the end of the game, we were fifth. Um, which just tells you how competitive Holland is at the moment. Uh, I think overall. Uh, we, we learned a couple of lessons from the league but I think oh, as a whole I, th- it's, I thought it was very positive I thought um, we'd done a lot of good things um, we played well for long stretches and uh, I suppose it's just look coming into the championship is just put it all together and try and keep it going for uh, 70, 70 minutes yeah Another positive that I suppose I'd like to point out to you is the high rotation of subs that you had a total of 34 used throughout the league campaign which it's, which is massive. I mean, I've never seen Cork use as many subs and throw as many players as they can on the field in the league campaign before. Yeah, I didn't know that number until only yesterday, but um, I suppose that's a very positive sign from our panel alone. Um, to know that there's 34 fellas in training uh, impressed the selectors enough to to get to get a, a run out, you know, so that's only positive for the panel. And um, 
you know, if, if they can trust 34 fellas or even more, you know, that there's a few fellas injured and all that. Um, if they can trust all those fellas to, to go up the game uh, for Cork, it's, uh, we're, in a, we're in a good place. How competitive is training at the moment? Ah, uh, re- like, I suppose everybody can see that, even from outside. Like, you know, we've we've players all over the pitch like that, you know, we'll probably get into most teams and um, <clears throat> I suppose there's only there's only 15 can play any day and like 34 as you say like is two teams over two teams so uh, I suppose having two two for every position at least uh, is good we've like you know six forwards or six backs and we've at least 10 or 12 going for all those positions and fellas that won't get in will obviously be very very disappointed like because everybody seems to be going really well at the moment yeah, it's also a young team. And I know there's still some experienced players left on the panel as well. But for the Limerick game, there was 13 out of the 15 that was under 23 years of age as well, pa, which is which is crazy to hear. I think that's the youngest car team that they've ever put out. Yeah, um, it's I, I didn't know that either. Um, but I think, like judging by the fellas, the young fellas that have come in, uh, they've been they've been really good. And, uh, you know, even coming to train every night, like all those fellas are one of the first fellas on the field and that's good to see from everyone else as well that you know young or old these fellas are coming in like and they want to they want to they want to break into the team and and make an impact so it's good to see from everyone yeah we were speaking to Kieran Kingston on the show I think it was last week before the Galway game and I said to him that some of the players on the panel weren't even born when Cork won last won a league yeah that's not a good thing though um I suppose yeah, it's been it's it's like been forever since uh, since they won it in '98. But we've we've had a few chances there in in the last few years, and even this year, like it was a massive chance as well. Like we just had held on um, last week. But look, with the year that's in it, um, you know, we wanted to get as much as we could out of the league and possibly try to win it if we could. But um, just to be where we are now, um, after having a a positive few games in the league, I think uh, we're happy now where we stand. Another positive for you is the newfound love for the back of the net, which is amazing to see as a rebel. I'm delighted when I see it every weekend, even though I have to pretend I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I suppose we've kind of got a name for um, for getting a few goals, uh, especially early in the league. I suppose in every game we did, but um, yeah, it's it's always a good thing. I'm not sure how how it has come about or how we got the name for it because a couple of years ago we were we were the opposite side. Like people were saying, why weren't we getting goals? And now all of a sudden we're we're seen as one of the better teams at getting goals. So, yeah, I, I actually don't know where it's after coming from, but um, hopefully we can keep it going and keep creating those chances inside and uh, take a few more of them, hopefully. Yeah, and something else that um, we chatted to Kieran about, I think it was last Saturday night, actually, in the show, is that he doesn't really like the yellow slitter. He said he prefers the white one. And where where do you lie in this? Oh, yeah. Um, the yellow one is not a great ball at all. Um I don't like it. Uh, that, that's where I stand on it, really. Uh, Why? I don't. I, it just it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, first of all, they're not the same slitter, um, and second of all, they don't. They don't perform the same. The white one to the and the yellow one. Uh, can't trust the yellow one really, and um, the skin on the outside is a bit different as well. But I just don't know why they changed it anyway. After over a hundred years of a white ball, I just didn't see the problem with it. Um, we seem to be getting on fine with it. I'm What's the sure visibility what like with the yellow? Uh, as a player, it's harder to see the yellow one than the white, um, especially in these summer evenings. Uh, 
you know, with the sun kind of glaring across. Um, it's hard to see the, the yellow one. So I know people say it's easier to see on telly, which I don't think it is either, because I watched the game last week and uh, for most of the match, I was looking for the yellow splitter, to be honest. Um, I couldn't see it that well. Yeah, I'd be the same as you know, because sitting in a stand and watching the game, like trying to work at the match, I would struggle sometimes to spot where it is now as well. I do wear glasses, but that's just me. <laughs> I was wondering how the players feel about it. But something else, I suppose, that's been in the talking point over the last few weeks is the amount of freeze that teams are getting and how hurling has changed so much. And there's been a lot of negativity about it. But this week, um, I spoke to Joe Kenny of Galway and he was like, no, he doesn't think there's any negativity in the game as great the way it is. What What are you thinking about it? Yeah, I'd, I'd be along the same lines. Um, I think it's, it's great the way it is. And I know there's a lot of people saying uh, Horland's turn into free-taking competition and crack like that, but we don't seem to be getting those frees that everyone seems to be talking about. So until we see them, I, I can't see anything else. <laughs> I'm laughing at you saying you don't seem to be seeing them. <laughs> we don't. We don't. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. Well, we move on. And you think the game and people should just enjoy the skills that are on show. You know, people are scoring crazy frees and crazy scores. You should just enjoy it. Yeah. Um. I definitely think that. Uh, the game has just gone a lot faster. Uh, players are fitter, stronger, and more skillful. So I think that's why uh, the chances being created and. Uh, yeah, that's that's where the scores are coming from, and you know, long may that last. Yeah. Okay. Not a lot of time before the league finish and the championship. Not much time to get ready. But are you enjoying the fact that it's kind of straight run through, and you're not back to the clubs and messing, and you're kind of in the mind frame of being with Cork? Yeah, it's good. Um, you know, no jumping back and forward. Um, which is good, and just straight back, straight in, not training for like weeks and weeks and weeks. Like we just have a nice build up here, you know, for the next two weeks, and. Uh, you know, uh, enjoy the two weeks and hopefully uh, perform in two weeks' time. Yeah, Limerick on the 3rd of July. I mean, it's going to be a cracking game. Do you think the defeat in the league will have an impact on you heading into that game or do you want to, no, it's a new game, let's go? Yeah, it is a new game. I think everyone everyone realises that, that uh, whatever happened in Limerick in the league game is far from what's going to end up happening on the day. Uh, I think both teams will be better. Um I think it'll come down to, you know, it'll come down to a bunks of a ball or last puck of a ball or something like that. But we've been we've been really competitive with Limerick the last few years and uh, I think this two weeks' time will be no different. Yeah, no, and I suppose the return of fans to the stadium, it is going to be used as a pilot event during COVID with a couple of thousand fans. It'll make such a difference. I suppose, look, the, the fans make a massive difference, especially the Cork fans, you know, um, just running out in front, like, of people and having that noise around the stadium like will uh, will make a massive difference to the players. I know that because it gives you a kind of you know it gives you that bit of I'd say nervousness or you know just keep you on your guard or it'll get you going a small but uh, I know that much. I mean I'm not going to say you're pushing on but you were 33 last month wasn't it 33? You had to say it didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> What would be the hopes for you? I mean, like, we'd love to see you for another couple of years and we hope that it is, but, you know, it's getting closer to that stage that people will expect you to be leaving and stuff and we don't want that to happen. But what would be the hopes for you this year? Um, no, look, um, obviously the goal at the end of, uh, the goal at the end of every year is uh, try winning all Ireland and that's, that's obviously a dream. But uh, I keep saying that I enjoy hurling so much and I just enjoy, you know, hitting ball like that. 
I go trading every night and I enjoy it re- like as much as I ever did. And as long as that uh, is the way I see it, I'll uh, I'll keep playing and like win- winning the All Ireland is obviously a dream, as I say. But um, like if I if, like if you can't enjoy the journey along the way, it's not much good to you, you know. So um, yeah, I just enjoy kind of every day. I can I can play hurling and go down and toggle. That's that's basically the way I see it. Good. And how will the family enjoy going back to the first game? Are they excited? Um yeah, I don't like to be honest, yeah, I don't I don't talk to I don't talk to any of them about it. I just <laughs> send send a message, tell 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 what's Here's going your on. Ticket. That's, that's me Show up that's if you want. Out. Yeah, that's me out then, yeah. <laughs> well, Pat, it's lovely talking to you. Best of luck for the year ahead, all right. And I'm sure we'll be chatting to you at some stage throughout the matches, okay? No bother, nice one.